0: Welcome, friends, to my Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Chu, and each episode is designed to build your faith and help you discover your purpose in life. Now, enjoy today's message. Chapter 10, A Good Woman. The Bible says in Proverbs 18 and verse 22, Find a wife and you find a good thing. It shows that the Lord is good to you. Adam was busy working, naming all the animals, working, fulfilling his assignment on the earth, then God says in Genesis 2 and verse 18, it's not good for this man, a real man, to be alone. After seven days of declaring things good, this is the first time God says something is not good. Let's take a close look at this incredible account in Genesis 2 verses 19 through 23. He took one of the man's ribs, and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, This is now bone of my bone, and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why when a man leaves his father and mother, and is united to his wife, they become one flesh and Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. We have discussed the essential qualities of a real man. Now I want to provide you with some essential attributes of a good woman, a woman of God. If you are a man with a desire to get married, this is the type of woman God has for you. If you are a woman, this is God's original design for you. If you are already married, then this will help you understand God's plan. Helper. God says in Genesis 2 and verse 18, It's not good for this man, a real man, to be alone. After seven days of declaring things good, this is the first time God says something is not good. The man, as good as he is, needed some help. God brings man a good woman. The word helper in Genesis 2.18 is the same word used in the New Testament for the Holy Spirit. It says in John 14 and verse 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said to you. The Holy Spirit is called a Helper, and in the Greek, it's the word parakletos. The Holy Spirit comes alongside us to help us. The Holy Spirit does not take over or control a wife should help her husband and come alongside him. A good woman should not take over the house or control her husband. Even if her husband is not a real man, a godly woman will pray and help him become one. A wise woman. It says in Proverbs 14.1, A wise woman builds her house, but a foolish woman tears it down. A godly wife, a wise woman, studies her husband to help him achieve his dreams. She keeps asking him questions to help him become everything God has called him to be. She asks him, Honey, what are your dreams, visions, and desires? Where do you see our family going in the next ten years? What do you see for the development of our children? Tell me about the goals for the business or ministry. Power of a Woman Women are very powerful. They can choose to use their power for good or evil. The Bible says in Proverbs 31 and verse 3 that a woman can destroy a king. Many church leaders have fallen by getting involved with the wrong woman. The result is a broken marriage and families. In the Bible, Delilah took down mighty Samson, and David went down the wrong path with Bathsheba. The prophet Elijah ran for his life from Jezebel. The Bible says in 1 Kings 19, verses 2 through 4. So Jezebel sent a message to Elijah. May the gods strike me and even kill me, if by this time I have not killed you, just as you have killed them. Elijah was afraid and fled for his life. He went to Beersheba, a town in Judah, and he left his servant there. Then he went on alone into the wilderness, traveling all day. He sat down under a solitary broom tree. And prayed that he might die. A wise woman does not irritate and criticize her husband. This will destroy a man's ego and pride. A negative wife makes the home a dangerous place. If a man feels like his wife is nagging him, he will shut down and avoid certain conversations, or he will lash out in anger. On the contrary, when a husband feels discouraged, she must sharpen, encourage, and build him up. Proverbs 27. Verses fifteen through seventeen says, a quarrelsome wife is like the dripping of a leaky roof in a rainstorm. Restraining her is like restraining the wind or grasping oil with the hand. As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. A good woman should make a home such a comfortable place that he looks forward to coming home. A good woman makes it hard for her husband to leave home. If a wife is quarrelsome, nagging. Her husband will stay late at work because he does not want to come home to a place of strife. Proverbs 21 and verse 9. Better to live on the corner of the roof than share the house with a quarrelsome wife. Division in the home. I have stated over and over that a man must know his purpose and have a vision so his wife can help him. Problems often occur when the husband does have a plan and a vision, but the wife does not support him. Sometimes the woman is possessed with her own importance. She thinks that what she is doing is more important than what he is doing. She tells him to forget what he's doing and do what she's doing. It's okay for a wife to have a purpose and a vision. Still, if it conflicts or contradicts with her husband, they are headed towards destruction. The wife will usurp the marriage's authority structure and the family will be out of order. A husband and wife should complement and work together towards the family goal. If they have conflicting, contradictory visions, it will bring division in the home. In Mark 3, in verse 25, it says, And if a house is divided against itself, that house cannot stand. The word division means two visions. Die, meaning two, and vision. Summary of chapter 10. A good woman. A wife should help her husband and come alongside to help him achieve his purpose on the earth. A good woman makes the home a comfortable place so her husband looks forward to coming home. A husband and wife should complement and work together towards the family goal. Chapter 11. Maximum Potential The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58, Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. We are to give ourselves fully completely to the work of the Lord to serve him with our gifts, talents and abilities. God has created every person for good works and he wants you to reach your maximum potential whether you're a teacher, student, mother, entrepreneur or minister. God has a specific plan and purpose for you. Ephesians 2:10 says, "For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Minimum wage. Too many people go through life not knowing why they were created. On Sunday nights, they start to feel stressed out because they are not looking forward to working on Monday. They sit at a desk and just go through the motions of their job. They settle for being compensated with minimum wage, but earn far less than what they are worth. All week, they are just looking forward to the weekend, perhaps daydreaming about what their life would be like if they really knew their purpose on the earth. Do you know people who change jobs every six months? Or a college student that often changes their academic focus and bounces around to different schools? This is a typical pattern of someone who does not know what God has created them to do. They are not living to their maximum potential. Genesis 2.15 says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and to take care of it. If we look at Genesis 2.15, we can see that God put Adam in the garden with a specific job and purpose. Adam went to work every day, taking care of the garden and giving names to the animals. God will provide you with a job for a more important reason than just to make money. Your work, Or your career is not something you do, it is something you discover that you are to become, and you start becoming it. Live the dream. My dad had a successful career as a microbiologist. He enjoyed what he did and worked at the same hospital for 25 years. My dad was born in a communist country in South America. After finishing high school, he immigrated to the United States of America to live the dream. He came to the United States, got an education, Worked hard and became successful. I remember when he turned age 55, he considered retiring, moving to Florida, working part time, and playing a lot of tennis. But he decided to put that dream on hold and wait until age 60. Unfortunately, he died of a sudden heart attack at age 57, and he never reached that dream. Jesus reached his maximum potential. It says in John 17 and verse 4 I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. Jesus, our greatest example, finished His work on the earth and reached his maximum potential. This is the result of Jesus knowing precisely what His purpose was on the earth. The Bible says, "For this purpose, the Son of Man was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil." First John three and verse eight. Jesus came to the earth to heal the sick, feed the poor help orphans, and show us the way to salvation. When you know your purpose in life, you will be focused and not distracted from reaching your maximum potential. One time when Jesus was preaching in Galilee, people were getting saved, healed, and delivered. He started to leave the city. They followed him and tried to keep him from going. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. Luke 4 verses 42 and 43. I find it interesting that even the devil knows his purpose. It says in John 10:10, 10, 10, "The thief's purpose is to steal, kill, and destroy. God wants all his children to discover what their purpose is in life so they can give themselves fully to the work of the Lord. You are not here on earth by accident. There is a specific reason for your existence. Once you discover your purpose in life, It will give you a reason to wake up every day and go to work. Every person on the earth will go through difficult times, but if you discover your purpose in life, you will focus on finishing your work on the earth. The Bible records that Jesus hung on the cross and said, it is finished, John 19 and verse 30. Jesus knew his purpose, the devil knew his purpose, and you need to know your purpose so you can reach your maximum potential. How do you reach your maximum potential? Number one, discover your purpose in life and reason for existing on the earth. Pray and ask God. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. James 1 and verse 5. God wants to reveal his purpose for your life and to help you fulfill your destiny on earth. God is not withholding anything good from you. Number two, write down the vision or the plan. I will give you my message in the form of a vision. Write it clearly enough to be read at a glance. At the time I have decided, my words will come true. You can trust what I say about the future. It may take a long time, but keep on waiting. It will happen. Habakkuk 2, verses 2 and 3. Write down ideas, thoughts, and plans the Lord gives you in prayer. Now you can build the blueprint or map to discover your purpose in life. Put the blueprint or map of your destiny in a place where you can read it and pray over it regularly. Number three, get around other people who have a similar purpose in life. He who walks with wise men will be wise, Proverbs 13, 20. Find people who have been where you want to go and are doing what you want to do. Talk to people who believe in your dream and who will encourage you to pursue your purpose in life. Spend time with people who will encourage you equip you and say you can make it you are called to ministry you can open that business your marriage is going to succeed your children are blessed if god has called you to be in the business world spend time with successful business people do not hang around people who are in debt and in doubt search out and spend time around people who have a business that is doing well since i am in ministry i love spending time with pastors Ministers and spiritual advisors. Sometimes we get to play golf and have a good time of fellowship. We talk about the Lord. We talk about what God is doing in the church in the United States and around the world. Summary of Chapter 11 Maximum Potential. God wants you to reach your maximum potential. Once you discover your purpose in life, it will give you a reason to wake up every day and go to work. Get around other people who have a similar purpose in life. My conclusion. I hope, pray, and believe that the information in this book will help you on your journey in life. Let the Holy Spirit speak to you on which areas you need improvement. I will continue my pursuit to be a real man for myself, my family, society, and this world. Men and women are different. We must recognize, understand, and celebrate our different roles, needs, and desires. We should love and respect each other. But in general, men are motivated by respect and women are motivated by love. My wife enjoys watching a romantic film, while I prefer to watch an action-adventure movie. Husbands, love your wife. The Bible says in Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Ephesians 5 and verse 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. Ephesians 5 and verse 33. Nevertheless, let each one of you, in particular, so love his own wife as himself. Colossians 3 and verse 19. Husbands, love your wives and do not be bitter toward them. Wife, respect your husband. Ephesians 5 and verse 33. Let the wife see that she respects her husband. Colossians three and eighteen. Wives, submit to your own husbands as fitting in the Lord. My conclusion is that a real man must know and walk in his original divine purpose from God. Once he can do this, then he is ready to get married. If you are already married, then ask God to help you grow in the areas that you lack. A real man is what a good woman deserves and she should not settle for less. When we have godly men in this world, marriages and families are better, churches are stronger and healthier to impact society. Summary of God's original design for a real man on this earth and what a good woman deserves. Number 1. God He must have a relationship with God. Consistent fellowship and walks in God's presence. Loves to worship and lifts his hands to God. Number two, work. Provides for his family. Knows his purpose in life. Has a vision for the family. Number three, cultivate. Makes the environment in the home a place for conducive growth. Encourages, equips, and improves his wife. Speaks words of life over his wife and children. Number four, protect. Watch, guard, and protect his family. Never use his strength to abuse his family. Teach his wife and children how to protect themselves. Number five, read the Bible, obey the Bible, teach the Bible. Thank you, friend, for listening to my Discipleship Podcast. You can visit my website and send me your prayer requests and feedback. And to get more of my discipleship resources, visit our website at www.nowhope.org. Until next time, I pray that you will stand strong in your faith.